for a palmy and a pint for only $20, lock in the Lockleys Hotel. The top five things we have learnt this week on Rude Dits and Loz. And this week has flown by, mainly because Dits says good morning really quickly every day. Hello on this Monday morning. Hello on this Tuesday morning. Hello on this Wednesday morning. Hello on this Thursday morning. <laughs> Number five. We learnt Bob Irwin is going to be the new host for this show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! He's going to be the host with Julian Morris. So. Now, will he annoy the whole of Australia or not? Maybe. Oh, I am Butte Bonza, thank you. He might. Hello, Julia. How are Welcome you? Welcome to the jungle. We're going to watch out for spiders Whoa. here. Julia, please pass the salt. And I have the pepper too. Well, I think they all sit around and talk like that. They couldn't. You're right, Dits. It does sound silly to speak that enthusiastically. Hello on this Tuesday morning. Hello on this Wednesday morning. Hello on this Thursday morning. <laughs> Triple M is having a horse race where two can Contestants have to dress up in a horse costume. Both have to dress up as a horse and run down the straight. Yes, they will be field. the horses. That's right. They are the horses. It's a jockeyless race. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Just register your horse name at our website and we'll call you up. Five infants will be running down the straight at Morpherville. And we learned you should always keep your wife informed. Hello, Dan. Now, we better get to the name of your horse. Uh, what is it? It's called... Who stole my wife's libido? Oh, oh damn! Oh, you changed it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! All right, what is? Oh no! Now, Rebecca, I take it you're not too happy about this. No, not at all. No, it's not accurate, it's is it, Rebecca? Yeah. No, it's not accurate. It's definitely not. I accurate. thought you had changed it, babe. That was what. That well, was the deal. Maybe they can bring the spark back in the mountain yard. Number three. Recently, Loz was recognised nationally for being the best new talent in Australian radio. And the winner is Laura O'Callaghan. <laughs> Even her rubbish is famous. Oh, when you uh, put your recycling bin out now, it'll be, you're like a celebrity bin now. People go through it. <laughs> what was in Loz's bin? But we learnt it doesn't mean you're going to get recognised by Matt from Penfield. Okay, who have we got? We've got Matt on the line. Good morning, Matt. Morning, fellas. How are you? Yeah, good, Matt. Good, Matt. Hello, uh, Matt. And Loz. And Loz, sorry. He obviously works on a bloke. I literally introduce you on. Now, yeah, on number two. <laughs> Speaking of not being recognised... Never ask a butcher what's in his balls. Ditz wanted to try what? some special meatballs Rue had mentioned over in the eastern suburbs. Like, I've just driven Lockleys to Waddle Park to get Rue's meatballs. <laughs> and the, they were amazing. <laughs> the Waddle Park butcher. What are they made of? What have they got in them? Come on, I have to kill well, I wasn't sure. Which, anyway. Kill you. Anyway. Never ask a butcher what's in his balls. So anyway, I said, all right, I'll buy the meatballs. He said, did you hear about these on the radio, mate? I said, I did. Oh. He goes, Mark. Went, yeah. Yeah. He didn't recognise you. No, no idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, I used I to do a segment back in the early days, who the hell is Ditz, you yeah, remember that? that's right. So it's still, it still rings true. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And here's an old highlight from the old segment, who the hell is Ditz? Hi, it's Nicole Livingston calling. Sorry, I've kept you waiting. Oh, Nicole. Crikey. <laughs> How are you going? It's Chris Dittmar speaking. How are you? Sorry, I, can it, you say that again? It's Chris Dittmar speaking. Hey. How are you? How are you? Sorry. No, good as gold. Good afternoon. And also on the line, Mark Rusciuto. Hey, Hey, Rue, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Number one, things got pretty weird this week. Kids having kids. Had their first child at 14. Oh, wow. Really? Some guy pooped in a box. Yeah, I decided to play a prank on one of the teachers, so I took a dump in a shoebox and wrapped it all up. Some guy texted about a fart he did 20 years ago. It's cleared the dance floor at the Grand 20 years ago. You can still hear the collective scream now. (laughs) 
Matty Bubba. Uh, let's go to Old Dango. Oh, and give his surname as well. <laughs> uh, he's 42 from Hendon. <laughs> we learned it wasn't as weird as what Rue did when he was a kid, oh, working the bar at his cousin's 18. Me and my slightly younger cousin were barmen. Yeah, we weren't allowed to drink. They had punch up on the thing. <laughs> I can mm. still remember both of us weeing in the, oh, no. <laughs> in the bucket. There was a lot of orange juice, a lot of white wine. So it was already a tangy... Yeah, I would have had a bit of... Just tastes funny to you. If you get invited around a ruse, don't drink the punch. No. Oh, that really is pretty horrible. It's like warm and it's salty. Bloody rinkers for this. The top five things we have learned this week on Rue, Dits and Loz. None of those people will be getting cancer. No, we no, no, that's there. right. That's what it does. <laughs> the top I'm sorry. Five. You can't tell a little secret here at 6.40, nah, can you? No, it's no, not. What do you mean? replay it all day and put in the top five. <laughs> the top five. Now the kids are questioning me. Ditch, oh. you were telling the story yesterday how um, they make beer in China. Oh, yes. This is interesting. We found this video mm, online, beer. which is a little bit disturbing. Uh, I felt like this is... Ting Sao beer. If you ever see this around uh, when you're travelling overseas mm-hmm. in Asia, and I have seen this quite a bit. Have you drunk so, it? A, a, a worker at the brewery standing there pissing into the vat of beer oh. in his high vis gear. And he was caught. Yeah. He's probably adult. not happy. He thought he, you know, no one could see him. And, uh, I've had a few beers and said, this tastes a lot of piss, but <laughs> <laughs> he didn't actually think it was in it. No. But That's so upsetting. <laughs> it is. No, this is more upsetting. Rue then told us a story well, off air. Oh, well, it had a flashback. I'm scared for you for saying this out loud. No, look, I'm very honest on this station. I am honest most of the time. This is true. You really are putting yourself on the line here. No, it's not that bad. I mean, we've all done things as kids that (laughs) Mm -hmm. you look back and go, how did you think that was all or normal? Mm. And Mm. I can remember being at one of my cousins, I reckon it was a 16th, maybe an 18th. And me. How old were you? Oh. Maybe 10, 11, 12 okay. category. Okay. Little. All right. Little, but, but I, yeah. me and my slightly younger cousin were the bar, barman uh, at um, part oh of the bar. Oh, my God, I'm scared. Because we weren't allowed to drink. Um, and <laughs> it was down in a underground, big underground sort of wine cellar at a mm. winery. And we had a bucket there. Where I had punch up on the thing. Mm. And... <laughs> I can still remember both of us weighing in the bucket. How big was the punch bucket? Oh, it was big. It was an orange picking bucket. It so like it was a, It was diluted. It wasn't yeah, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, how yeah. How many times did you weigh in it? I can only remember once. Okay. But I, I can still that. remember the way, and it was like a oh. solid stream. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a few drops. So just putting a head on the punch. Oh. Yeah. There was a oh, lot of orange yeah. juice, a lot oh. of white wine, a lot of lemonade. So it was already a tangy yeah, punch. Yeah, I would have had a bit of... I'll have, punch. Oh. I'll have a glass of punch. You want wee with that? Ooh. And we, yeah, I just... I actually was going to ring my cousin yesterday just to say, do you remember doing that? And, and just to see his expression, but... I'm sorry. Does I've, your brother know this that you've done this to his punch? My brother and the my older cousin would have chased us and beaten the absolute yeah. hell out of us. They were much bigger, <laughs> and much so. more aggressive. Yeah, I know. But why did you do it? Because we were as a ten-year-old yeah. kid, and we didn't Just, want to go to the toilet. Here's a we're question: upstairs and out, right. a long way away. You you run your kids' military style. Yeah. So who's no. ten, eleven, or twelve right now? 
You've got Rosie, right Rosie, Joel and Rocco in that sort of. 13. All right. So oh, you catch Joe. one of them pissing Joe. in the punch. How are they, how they, how they yeah. going to go? Well, it depends if I've been drinking it or not. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, son. Oh, they're starting to do punch. things like that. that. This is why it's good that they're in bed not listening. But smoking <laughs> and at that age, you know, stealing mm. cigarettes and doing things like that. If yeah. they do that now, which... I mean, we've caught Rocco on a vape before. I told oh you. Oh my that. gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens. They don't know what they're doing. They're just being kids. Yeah. Mm. Don't tell me you wouldn't have done anything, Dits, Mister <laughs> Bloody Perfect over there. Oh, dits, come on! You got to do Swagging school and jumping on the back of a garbage yeah, truck for a yeah, whole day. Yeah, but oh, at least I did. How a day's old were work. you? Oh, Seven. About, no, about grade four. Yeah, something like that. So ten. Yeah. What, what did you do? Come on, quickly. Give something us your that worst. No, the worst one, I think. I feel, again, we're bearing our soul here. Christmas day at Nan's house, and <laughs> there's a lot of us. But my dad's from nine boys, right? So imagine uh-huh. all these fans. I had heaps of cousins, and yeah, we used yeah. to run them, mate. We had, and we had a great time. I'm scared. But we thought it was a smart idea. Out the front of Nan's were all these pebbles. Yeah. So the boy, the girls were always oh, yeah. goody two shoes. We grabbed these pebbles and we rocked the house down the road. You know, you, know, you threw <laughs> yeah. them on the tin roof, oh, and the, it was like the biggest bang. We did. We thought, shit, that was impressive. That was good. So I kept, we kept doing it. And the bloke came running out of the house, bolted down the street, and all of my cousins said, it was him, it was him, pointing at me. <laughs> so they all throw me under the bus, uh, and this bloke's grabbed me and wouldn't let me go, yeah. and I absolutely shat yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the worst thing about that, though, is, so he gave me Iden, and then Dad when I found out, and then the old man took me home, and yeah. he gave me yeah. Iden as well. So Merry the old Christmas, fashioned, it's Merry sweet. Christmas. Rue peed in the punch as a kid. Oh, when, have you, when have you done something terrible. so bad oh, as a kid? What did you gosh. do? I'm scared for you, Rue. Half the stuff we all drank as kids was bad enough anyway, yeah. let alone putting oh. a bit of urine in it. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the Bronson Valley Sue. Um, have you done something naughty when you were a kid? Well, it wasn't actually me. I'm dobbing in my ex-husband. Oh. Um, but <laughs> when he was a boy... Um, he went off, like, he used to play for, used to go off for the day when you were kids, when we were little. Yeah. And they went off for the day, and they were playing on the local um, old railway line, he and his mate. And they discovered, as young boys, um, an unexploded bomb. <laughs> an unexploded bomb? From the war? Yeah. Uh, well, I presume so, yeah. <gasps> what they and, do with um, it? Well, they, they were boys. They thought it was a great find. What a great treasure. So they dragged it all the way home, and then they got into an argument about who was going to keep it, because they both wanted it. So anyway, somehow my ex-husband won the argument, and he took the bomb home and put it in the backyard. Oh, and my God. His, his dad didn't know anything about it, so it's in the backyard, and the other boy goes home, and he's, he's annoyed because he didn't get to take it home. So he dobs him in and tells his mother what they've done, and the next thing, the police are knocking on the door, yeah. and... Uh, Took the treasure away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, good on you, Sue. Lucky the dog didn't go and play with it. Oh, no. All right, we're off to a good start. Yeah. Stolen bomb. <laughs> Let's go to Mount Barker. Sammy, what did you do? Yeah, g'day, guys. So uh, when I was younger, my parents owned a pub, and um, we're, me and my younger brother were about 10 and 12 at the time. We were running around being kids in the pub, and we uh, we got told off by one of the managers there, and we uh, we weren't happy with it. So we thought we had to, had to do something about it. So... We went out the back to the car park to where, where the manager's car was and next to their car were those big barrels where you put all the, the old fat and the old grease from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. So we were scooping that out with our hands and we rubbed it all over their car. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. 
Fantastic. That's what kids do. Oh, uh, no. Let's go to Tananda. Darren, what would you do as a kid that you probably shouldn't have? Yeah, morning, team. How are we going? Good, Good Darren. Good, uh, yeah, as a kid, when we had the F1s back in Adelaide, the uh, I did my best to replicate a pit stop, and I used my papa's brand-new Victor lawnmower as the F1 car, but I'd <laughs> refuel it with water. Oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Papa. That wouldn't have went down. <laughs> That'll slow oh, down. No. Right, oh, Peter at Paradise, what'd you do? Yeah, good day, guys. Actually, it wasn't me, it was my daughter as well. I took her up to the park to feed the ducks, and I noticed on her dress that she had studded adhesive all over it. I'm not like, what? what? She had what? Studded adhesive. It's, what, it's the glue that you stick on the gyplock. Oh. In the house, right? To yeah. stick the gyplock onto the... Okay. And so I'm like, what did you do with the glue, with the stutter here then? She goes, oh, Dad, I painted the bottom of your boat. Oh. She's put like four <laughs> litres of stutter adhesive on the bottom of my boat. Oh. I was not. Oh, no. Don't touch a man's boat. No. Let's go to Maitland. Paul, what did you do as a kid that you regret? Yeah, mate. I, uh, I, when I was a bit younger, I lived in a very, very small town and um, decided I'd play a prank on a school teacher. So what I, sort of town are you talking uh, population of about nine, yeah. uh, and I was the only kid there. And um, yeah, I decided to play a prank on one of the teachers, so I took a dump in a shoebox and wrapped it all up. But I, at the last minute, I chickened out, so I left it on the cricket pitch at the local oval. And a couple of days later, on the school bus, a few of the bigger boys must have come across it and uh, started laying into me because they knew where it come from and. One of them turned to me and said, that's disgusting, putting a dog turd in a shoebox. And <laughs> when, I, when I sort of turned around and said, I don't have a dog, they, uh, <laughs> they got stuck into me a little bit harder. Oh, Paul, <laughs> just brilliant what you do as a kid. Oh. Let's go to Salisbury Park. David, what did you do as a kid? Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, that was my brother. We used to live down in Kadena. Yeah. And we were coming home from, well, he was coming home from school as a young kid. And you know the box of matches, the redheads? Yes. Yeah, he's uh, flicking them when you put your hand on there and you flick them, yeah? Yeah, good yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, he set the paddock on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, what, he flicked one into a bloody crop? Yeah, we were just cruising past some acreage, some dry grass, and must have flicked it in there. And, yeah, woof, up she went. How <laughs> big a fire was it? Oh, it was big. Yeah, it was pretty big. There was a few fire brigades there. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's big. Oh, no. Oh, I think we've got to give it Paul for the cable in the shoebox. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Paul. <laughs> How funny is that? That is not my dog. <laughs> Imagine a kid. You'd, if, if you were the kid doing it, you're just picturing yourself, I don't know, on a yeah. toilet or just somewhere special. Oh, well done, Paul. You well have got a great Paul. prize for confessing for doing that. <laughs> Bit of a disturbing story this morning. Mm. Uh, you know how we just get picked on all the time, Adelaide. Uh, there's a uh, a journalist out of Melbourne called Jackie Epstein. She writes for the Herald Sun. Okay. And uh, this is linked to the Port Adelaide, or new Port Adelaide ruckman, I should say, Ivan Soldo. Tell mm -hmm. us about him, Rue. Uh, 28-year-old Richmond ruckman. Yeah. Um, Played in a friendship. Yeah. Anyway, strapping lad. Anyway, his girlfriend uh, attracts a lot of attention. She's got a lot of followers. You could call her an influencer, I guess. Okay. Uh, her name is Chelsea Bacitovic mm -hmm. and uh, stunning looking girl. Beautiful yep. in every way. Anyway, uh, Jackie Epstein in the Herald Sun has written an article saying, how will Chelsea cope with the low energy lifestyle of Adelaide? Oh, what? Okay. Mm. 
So, uh, <laughs> Listen, which you made a backwater. Me, no, not a backwater. Low energy lifestyle of Adelaide after Chelsea's been accustomed to living, you know, the high rolling life in Melbourne. Well, got us thinking we're here to help, aren't we, Loz? Listen, there's so, so is... many things to do in Adelaide. Chelsea, if you are listening, and I'm sure she so will. So, Chelsea hasn't myth. had anything to do with this. Article, no, this is written so let's by. Not... Pick on Chelsea. By uh, Ms. Epstein of yeah. the Herald Sun. Okay, who, well, you tell Ms. Epstein, as soon as Chelsea gets here, I'm taking her on the Popeye. No. Yeah. Of course. Seriously? That's right. That's right. We're going right. to go on the Popeye. Tell and you then... what, in the same day, why don't you take her out to Gummaraka to see the Rockin' Horse? Oh, it is. Well, I was going to take her to the Big Orange in the Riverland. There you first. go. Oh. There you go. That's and it goes, okay. what well, about, we what it about, month. and if, you know, in holiday time, the low before lights? Oh, don't get her too excited. Um, <laughs> she she might have, you know, what? Well, what a shame she wasn't here last week for the Beta Birdwood. Oh, no, she's missed. No, she, could chair, she could have pulled up a chair on the side of the Anzac She'll Highway. She'll be here next year, Dits. She'll be and, here and for that. And the anticipation will make it so much better. What Wh- about... Hang on, hang on. Whispering wall. Oh, yeah, we can fart into oh, it from one side to the other. Just ease her into that. All right. You know, you don't want to... All right, don't... What else have we got for Okay, her? so I was thinking... A Port Adelaide footy game? Oh, oh, shut up. Yeah, right. Oh, there we go. A finals that was, game. That was terrible. Oh, when, oh. when she settled in, mm. just because I don't want to overwhelm her, mm. when she settled in, we can go on a road trip. She can see the Melbourne Chocolate Factory. And yeah. then maybe, if she's a good girl, mm. we can go to see the Bunyip. No. <laughs> what at Murray Bridge? In, yeah. in the one day. In the one day. That's too much. That's too much I'm actually day. glad she's arriving here now because yeah. we've grown up. If she was here 10 years ago... The Southern Expressway only went one way. Oh, now no. Chelsea, no Chelsea. Well, now. take it both ways it in the goes, same day. It both ways. I know. I could take a crabbing or yabbing. <laughs> yes, you could. St Kilda. Yeah. Yeah. She, she so was, listen, her socials are going to blow up. Yeah. So uh, she can't wait to get here now. Hey. You're welcome, Dal. Any, yeah. Anytime <laughs> you right. like. Mm-hmm. Glad, Glad we could help. Glad we could help. Triple M. 24-year-old Ned Brockman became the fastest ever Australian to run across the country. 4,000 kilometres. To raise money and awareness for homelessness. No one should have not have a bed to sleep in in this country where we're so, you know, we've just got everything at our fingertips. And now he's written a book. In a book, it gives people the time to actually understand why I do what I do. I want to push myself and I want to make significant change in, in the homelessness space. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, Ned Brockman. Oh, there's so much to talk to this man about. Not only did he run across Australia, he's achieved other great things as well. Ned, welcome to Triple M. How are the blisters? How are the feet? <laughs> G'day, legends. How are we? Yeah, yeah no, good. They're good. They're um, Mickey Mouse now. I'm, I'm well and truly recovered. On, on the next one, mate. On to the next one. <laughs> right, <laughs> So you did, you know, the incredible feat of, you know, running 80 kilometres a day sort of I've got incredible feet. Yeah, yes. You, <laughs> yeah, that's cheers, right. Cheers. I, have, I have a foot fetish, Ned. I, I was going <laughs> to tell you off air. But no. Um, <laughs> You're a machine, you're an elite being, you're bringing out a book, which I'm going to read to try and learn a few things because I'm, I'm so weak. <laughs> and the tagline is get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <clears throat> the story of a 23-year-old tradie who put his body through hell and back 10 times to prove that anything is possible when you break past your own barriers. Now, most people spend their entire lives trying to avoid being uncomfortable, whether it's, yep. you know, watching TV, consuming content, um, mm-hmm. eating, drinking, um, you know, relationships, anything to avoid that feeling of yep. uncomfortableness. Have you always been okay with going to that space or is that something that you had to learn how to do? I think I've, it's evolved. I've always probably through school and through, you know, my childhood always probably seeked adventure Mm -hmm. Um, but only over the last four or so years have I actually intentionally put myself in those scenarios because in that 
uh, discomfort, in the uncomfortable, you grow the most. And when you overcome it, when you go through that adversity, you, you learn resolve and you become a better person because of it. And it puts things in perspective. When you do achieve things that you've set out to that take a long time to achieve, um, yeah, it makes life, you know, so fulfilling and it makes makes life worth living. Yeah, yeah well said. Then. Now, the book's called Showing Up. Tell us about the title. What does it mean? Yeah, I think I kept saying like one of my one of my other quotes is just just keep showing up. You know, like we all we all have reasons to throw in the towel. Things get hard, so be it. But when you say you're going to do something, you've made a decision. You got to see it through, and the yeah. only way you can do that is one foot in front of the other, um, literally and metaphorically. Um, and yeah, if you just keep showing up, brighter days will come, and and you'll get through it. So, I uh, yeah, the book's about exactly that showing up. It's about the run across Oz, but it's also. Um, why I choose to do what I do and, and how my life is now. Now, you've revealed that your next challenge is going to be to try and achieve the most pull-ups in 24 hours. The, <laughs> the current Guinness World Record oh, is 7,479. Look, oh, I could talk God. to you all day about your brain and how it works. <laughs> I'd like to know what you're like to be around. Is, um, I, yeah, not what's fun. Like, what's it like <laughs> for the people in your life? You're obviously an incredible person with an amazing outlook, but... Is it is everyone on board in your life with this with this attitude? Is it frustrating for them? Is it frustrating for um, you when people can't pull themselves together the way you can? Well, it's funny. Like I I reckon I run around pretty energetic. Like I, I don't sleep a lot. I don't think it's it's healthy. But I'll uh, I'll live a full life. Probably, <laughs> probably not a long one, but that's all good. Um, I think like yeah, I think it's hard for some people. I don't. I think it's quite jarring and quite quite intense. But. I don't really want those people around. If you're yeah. not going to match it, we don't need, I don't need the energy, the yep. down energy. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, the pull-ups, the running, whatever it is, like the next, next goal is $10 million. I want to raise $10 million for homelessness because we can all wow. give, you know, we all have the ability to give. Um, and especially in Australia, we're very lucky. So, um, and I found as, as much as getting uncomfortable is fulfilling, so is giving back yeah, um, way more than when taking. So, uh, yeah, whether it's pull-ups, running, whatever it is, I'm uh, I'm all in in my life. Ned, tell us about you, you're talking about raising ten million dollars. Tell us about your flavoured milk. This is a great story as well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm driving a chalky milk van from uh, Perth to Bondi, retracing my steps. Amazing. <laughs> um, everyone goes, "Why chalky milk?" And I go, "Well, um, I was drinking a chalky milk every day in my run last year, and yeah. I was yeah. like, yep. um, it was the best way to get uh, you know nutritional straight back in, protein, calcium." Uh, sugar because I was pretty food fatigued. I was eating twelve thousand calories a day. Yeah. Um. And so chalky milk was the easiest way to get get those calories in. And I was like, I don't do anything in halves, so I'm going to go throw the whole kitchen sink at it and make my own. Um. And the ability with that is we get to donate every bottle. So Fantastic. the more milk we sell, the more money we raise for people experiencing homelessness. All right. It's called Ned's Milk, so people well, look out for it. Please. I mean, this yeah. country's built on the back of chocolate milk. It is. What do you see, tradies who are you know building our buildings? Yeah. And our, you know, Absolutely. We've got iced coffee as well, so all oh, the tradies will be happy. This will go nuts. Do you know, I don't know if anyone's told you this, Ned, in South Australia, we're the only state, you can hone in on this, uh, Ice coffee outsells Coca-Cola yep. in this state farmers of South Union. Australia. There you it's go. The only so, place in the world. so there you go. I'll Sell a heap it. of it here. Yeah. Right. Well, Farmers Union, get ready because Ned's is coming to town, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, Ned, um, look, everyone should go out and buy one of your books. Yep. Uh, $5 from every book will go towards Mobilise, a charity for homelessness, which is at the core of what you're trying to do here. Um, the book is showing up. The man is Ned Brockman. Mate, you're an absolute machine. You Thanks are for a champion, Ned. Thanks for talking Legends, to us. guys. Fire up. Have a good one. All right, look <laughs> out for him. Buy his milk, buy his book, and uh, it's all helping homelessness. He what? makes me want to run through a brick wall. How inspirational is he? I can kick your door off his yes. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible man. Ned Brockman there, Rudits and Laws. Triple M.
Jazz has been sensational to Triple M over 21 years, having a huge party down at Henley House, and they needed some entertainment. So we thought we'd get a false, you know, impersonator, an impersonator of a... Uh, impersonator. Yeah, exactly right. Impersonator <laughs> of an impersonator of the uh, Rolling Stones cover band to give him a call and prank him. So we had to set it up with Emily, who's one of our angels first, to get him on the hook. Good morning. What do you got? A Rolling Stones cover band has reached out to us and they want to perform at um, your birthday. Do you? <laughs> yeah, like they're massive fans of the show. Like he loves the rush hour. Lock them in. His name's Ian. Want to have a chat to you about a set list so they can play yeah. their like um, your favourite songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll give you a call around one o'clock okay. today. Is that all good? Yeah. Wow. This is it. Come turning into quite the event. This is turning into. Um, when the Stones played in Rio de Janeiro. There was 200,000 people there. Fair to say he was on the hook then. We all come in to try and ring him and prank him at one o'clock. Typical. He didn't answer the phone for the whole time. So uh, the guy that we teed up with an English accent, uh, he had to ring, Jars had to ring him later on that night. Meet Jagger, Charles. How you doing, Andrew? Yeah, good. You got a uh, a twenty first celebration coming up for twenty one years on air, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone quick. Seems like only yesterday I was watching you play football, mate. <laughs> where those last twenty one years go? <laughs> you tell me where they went. Yeah. What I wanted to say to you is, I've got something special you might like. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so a long time ago in London, my dad went to the Ascot horse races. Yes. Yeah. He went to the urinals to go for a piss. The bloke next to him fell on him. While my dad was going for a wee in the urinals, do you know who that bloke was? It wasn't Keith Richards. It was Mick Jagger. Oh, get out. Mick gave my dad, at a later stage, a signed poster of Mick Jagger, a signed poster of, of himself, yeah. which I've got and it's framed. Now, it's worth a few quid, yeah? yeah, yeah. I always hear you on the radio giving yeah. shout-outs, yeah. Cheeky Greek, someplace called yeah. Canetto. Yeah. So we're based in Victoria. <laughs> yeah. We come to Adelaide now and then for gigs. Yeah. If you want to give us a few shout-outs over yeah. the next couple of months, yeah. that poster's yours. That poster's yours, <laughs> but that's between us, that's between me and you. Don't yeah, go yeah. making that public. Nah. I don't need your uh, your co-hosts or the morning boys to know. Nah. You give us a few shout-outs yeah, yeah, and that. That, that poster's for you. <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll text my email address and then you can send me all the details of what... You know, what's coming up? And I, I can be your, your PR manager in Adelaide when you come into town. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Get on there. That's great, mate. I really appreciate that. Now, I've got to ask you something else. And that, what yeah. the hell is going on with the Crows? Oh, Why no. can't they kick straight? Yeah, that's a damn good question, man. <laughs> no one wants to give me an honest answer down there. Well, it's we need to get your brother down there, mate, and teach <laughs> him how to kick yeah. straight. Yeah. My word, it's so frustrating, mate. It really is. It costs, it costs your coach a job and, and finals, but yeah. they're in denial. But anyway, <laughs> they need to play finals next year. There's going to be a hell of a lot of pressure coming next year. Well, there is. So, listen, the other thing is this. The, 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 my other band members reckon they've met you. Yeah. Uh... One's called Mark Rusciuto, one's called Chris <laughs> Dittmer, and the other one's called Loz. <laughs> You do realise you've just been pranked, big fella, don't you? No. Uh. Oh, no.
<laughs> the poster, mate. I don't know about the poster. <laughs> oh, no. You've just destroyed me. I've just oh, got God. you good. <laughs> Uh, just oh, poor I feel fella. bad for him now. <laughs> he was excited. No, you don't. He sent a message to Emily, who you recruited. She's just an innocent sort of, you know, person in this. Willing participant. Well, I know. She's, he sent a message to her saying, your job at Triple M is done. <laughs> <laughs> for a rump steak for only $12.90, lock in the Lockleys Hotel. <clears throat> Ladies. Unlocking the mysteries of the female mind. The women run the country. On Triple M Breakfast with Roy Ditts and Loz, it's the Angels. Okay, Lozzie, introduce the Angels for us. We've got Em and Alessia this morning. Good morning, ladies. Morning. Now, something's popped up on my... Um, you're on? Something's popped up in my, uh, in my news feed and I really related to it. And I feel like you guys might relate to it also. It's the different kinds of hot... Hmm. Mm. It's not just. Oh, dreaming, girl. God, Watch, not... for her just saying that, you know exactly what she's talking yeah, about. Definitely. Yeah, different so, types of. Hot. Okay, I'm going to mm. rattle a few off and see. You see, if right. you know. there's a lot of blokes out listening that need explaining here. So yeah. just remember, you're talking to middle-aged blokes. Context boys. is king, guys. Hmm. So maybe you're not a ten in the nightclub, but if you're a tradie. You could be a 10 in the tradie world for sure. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. It's, so, you know, the same bloke could come up to you at a nightclub and you're just not interested, but he comes to fix something at your house. He's got the shorts on. He's got the shoes. He's a bit rugged because he's been working all day. He's playing hard to get. He's let, kept you waiting for a bit. So you're like, where is he? You know, he shows up. He's all cool. And, yeah, that that's a kind of hot in itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've got the tradie. What about airport hot? Airport hot yeah. is real and holiday hot. What do you mean, hot. What do you mean airport hot? Come on. It's the waiting, I Slow think, Slow down again. a little bit. Okay, airport hot is when you're at the airport. And the thing about airports is that... Who are you with, girls? Just you're just on your own. Girls, maybe you're, with, just, you're just on your own or you're with your family yeah. or something. And there's one bloke in the airport. He's maybe catching the same flight as you. And he's the only guy that's your age. And he can be average. But for some reason, they become airport hot. Why? Because they're the only one there. And you sort of... The, it's the... I don't know how to explain it. The tension. It's yeah, just a thing. You can let him just go, though. You know, If he's not that good, why don't you just say, oh, there's no one here no, today that I fancy. Is, he's good in the air. Like when you're in the airport, in then that moment, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you take him out of there, no good. Then that's what I don't is understand. Is this the way girls think all the time? <laughs> Maybe. Footy hot? Footy definitely. hot. Yeah, definitely. It's the short, short thing. Footy, footy hot? Footy hot is like, <laughs> they're they hot may the be yeah, average, but then like they look so good on the field and their guernsies and stuff and so they, they come off. Then they come like, off and you're like, what? Is what was I thinking? Like when <laughs> Clark Kent becomes Superman in the yes, phone box. I think it's a costume thing. What about office? So do you girls get... Your boyfriends to you know get footy hot in the bedroom. You dress them up, or do they get no, tradie hot? With your, I think with your boyfriend, you just like you, they're just hot <laughs> to you at all times. So these are oh, people right that right. they're out of con- bartender hot. Mm-hmm. So it, again, out in the wild, you wouldn't look to ask him, but because he's there with the tea towel over his shoulder and he's got power <laughs> over the bar and he's polishing. A you glass. cannot be not hot. And then with a tea towel and a yeah, glass, yeah. yes, you're hot. Yeah, you can't. The tea you towel can. over the shoulder. Teacher hot. Oh, come yeah. on. Teacher hot, the only youngish teacher in the whole yeah. school. Everyone will yeah. have a crush on him. But Absolutely. then, like, you would never look twice at him. But because he's the only guy that's I think sort of young. The theme I'm seeing here is also it tends to be the only person in the place. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Desperate and <laughs> the dateless. The <pool> smaller. <laughs> so so I'm saying, in that situation so now, now listen, listen, in that situation, then why wouldn't you say, He's the only one here today, and he's not that good, so therefore I just move on. 
No. Instead, what you're saying is, I'll make him hot. No, no, no. You you're convincing is what yourself. Hey? I said they're making the most of the opportunity. That's what I'm saying. You're convincing yourself that that fella's hot when the he's not. The situation is convincing. I reckon you. in a car sometimes I've visualised a, 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 a driver of a car being hot. Like you see I, the hair or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speed up and it's a bloke with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times. It happens with our receptionist, Ange, because she's a beautiful woman. Yes. And sometimes Johnny Perini fills in for her and he yeah. has long hair. Right. And he'll be sort of like crouched down and mm. you just see the long hair sticking out. How old is Johnny? Johnny would be 30 with... Oh, Oh, younger is than he that. 25 or 20? And all the blokes in the office Black were like, oh, curly hair. Ange is on today. Oh, <laughs> string the step. And then Johnny's head pokes up and they all go, ah! <laughs> she goes out to get a Fanta. Yeah. yeah. Receptionist <laughs> hot would in be reverse, a huge thing. In reverse, mm. chicks are just hot. No. No, they are. There's the not... There's not airport hot. There's not, you know, basketball Dits. hot. There's not. They're just hot or they're not. Dits. If 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 a woman, say a woman works as a receptionist in a football club, I guarantee you she gets hit on more at that football club than she ever would anywhere else because she's the only woman Absolutely. there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So she's receptionist hot. And it's, it's the helping. Like they're helping yeah. you. Like they're getting you coffee. And you're like, oh, this is nice. Office hot. <laughs> There's all kinds yeah. of them. <laughs>